0: Let's hear a story about Markham Hill. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History from Friends of Markham Hill, an effort to save the mountain from development and make it a nature and wildlife preserve. Today's story, Roberta Fulbright's Memories of Southwest Hill. The Fulbright family were neighbors and friends with the Pratt family on Southwest Hill, also called Haskell Hill at the time, and now called Markham Hill and Haskell Heights. From Wikipedia, Roberta Fulbright, lived from 1874 to 1953, was an American businesswoman who consolidated her husband's business enterprises and became an influential newspaper publisher, editor, and journalist. She used her paper to push civic responsibility and women's rights. Fulbright was the 1946 Arkansas Mother of the Year, a co-founder of the Arkansas Newspaper Women, now known as the Arkansas Press Women, and was posthumously inducted into the Arkansas Women's Hall of Fame in its inaugural group of honorees. Roberta Fulbright wrote an article in the March 14, 1940 edition of the Northwest Arkansas Times entitled, Here and There in the Long Ago describing her memories of living on Southwest Hill in Fayetteville. Here are excerpts from the article. Reminiscing seems the order of the day, so here goes. We moved here from Missouri a third of a century ago and lived on Haskell Hill, or Southwest Hill, the present home of Professor and Mrs. G.D. Nichols. Our hill embraced what is now Mrs. Tom Ashery's place and the Greehouse Place. We had peaches, cherries, and a great bed of asparagus. My husband's parents had moved here the year before and lived on the road to Elkins, which was then called Huntsville Road. The first summer we were here, Jay's mother was very ill, and we got stuck in the mud going out there in August, from which you may infer the seasons have changed. There were no hospitals in the county, but there were doctors, and I got into ethical difficulties at once. Our route to town was almost always down Center Street, passing the homes of Mr. and Mrs. Stephen K. Stone and that of Mr. and Mrs. Theodore Jones, two of the finest examples of the southern colonial architecture in this section. The former is now apartments, but lovely to look at, the latter a funeral home, still retaining its architectural beauty. Those elegant pioneers, Mr. and Mrs. Stone and Mr. and Mrs. Jones, have gone to their reward their places are still serving these days and times another home on southwest hill was that of mr and mrs frank ellis they had a wonderful peach orchard and we had good times out there for seldom has there been a more gracious and hospitable hostess than mrs ellis her daughter mrs wayne ashley continues in her mother's tradition the well-known cook orchard was being planted in those days and I recall going out there south of town with Mrs. Cook to pick strawberries when they grew so lush and plentiful. Mrs. Cook and I piled rocks high as a stump on one occasion trying to kill a rattler. The Cooks lived just down the hill from us, and the good times had by the children and the two families were many. The first kindness tendered any of us was when we had been here only a short time. The Cooks at that time had wonderful berries and fruits. We had been to town, and on our way up the hill going home, there on a big rock was a lovely box of fruit marked Jack. My young son Jack fairly cleared the wheels, jumping out to get it, and it stands out in my memory to this day, a constant reminder of how new folks do need a bit of attention and how they love it. Roberta Fulbright continued in her 1940 article, Another family who loomed large in our early days were the Pratts, who are still holding the hill. The Pratt girls, Joy and Tooie, which was the nickname for Evangeline, were friends of my girls, Lucille and Anna. Evangeline is now Mrs. J.S. Waterman, wife of Dean Waterman. We had a coach and a pair inherited with the place and former property of C.N. Haskell, afterward first governor of Oklahoma. This carriage and pair of yellow horses, Tom and Bert, furnished transportation for our family. I recall that Mr. Hyde Dinsmore told me this pair of horses had carried him through his successful campaign for Congress. We had a two-wheeled cart and a pony, which we brought from Missouri. The children drove it to Sunday school. After a few years, we bought a Rio car. As I recall, it was the first two-seater in town. Dr. Charles Richardson, Harry Baum, and Dr. Odie Miller had gone to Joplin and each driven home a Ford Coupe Model T. These experiences were part of the local folklore of the day. Getting stuck in Little Sugar Creek up about Pineville was a usual event. I recall once we got stuck and Jack took off his shoes and stockings and waited out and got a man and a pair of mules to pull us out. After five years on the hill, we moved onto Hill Street to the home built by Mr. and Mrs. Ike Cole. We had in the meantime acquired fair means a pair of twin daughters, Helen and Roberta. They were six months old when Jay called a truce and said, we must move into town. I can't corral the family and live on the hill. For photos corresponding to this story, go to Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill and look for the weekly entitled, Roberta Fulbright's Memories of Southwest Hill. To keep up with our effort to save the 144-acre Markham Hill property from development and make it a nature and wildlife preserve inside Fayetteville, join Friends of Markham Hill on Facebook. Sign our petition and share it with others. Request a free Save Markham Hill Yard sign. And ask and keep asking the developer Specialized Real Estate Group, that's Jeremy Hudson and Seth Mims, and their out-of-state financial backer, Robert M. Dant, to please donate the entire property or sell it to a conservation group who will preserve it all. You can find this information on our Facebook group, Friends of Markham Hill. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History.